Uh, I know I say this every time. Still not dead. Yep. There's, Someday I'll stop saying it. There's a, there's a pull. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so really quickly before we start, I just yep. went to a podcast convention and they said, yeah. like, uploading schedule doesn't matter because your guy, your viewers, your listeners will forgive you being late, but they won't forgive you for being bad. And that's the excuse I'm going to use every single time for us being nice. very late. That's a good, hey, yeah, do you want it done now or you want it done right? We've been busy. Really busy. <laughs> so, uh, we watched the most recent pay-per-view about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, then we were busy and then... Nick and some more people flew out to Washington to hang. We couldn't record then because we were too busy, and I was really, really tired because being around other human beings makes me get exhausted. Yep, and then we were even more busy, and I was very busy, even up to day of recording. Yeah, but yeah, but here How we are. How you doing, Nick? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm, you know, not a lot of stuff I'm going to get into, but very... Very long, like, couple of weeks, week or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about you? What do you think? Of, I'm, uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, work's changing a bit as we move into the fall schedule. Uh, should be pretty good. So, yeah, basically all I've yeah. got going on. Watch SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. That happened. Yeah, wasn't it really forgettable? Mm-hmm. Um, the main event was fun, because big dudes. Yep. Enzo looked like a complete jabroni. Oh, yeah. Just remembered what happened He there. got completely naked and then kicked out. Yeah. No, he, he... Kicked out as in kicked, and then he was done forever. Yeah, like, kicked, like knocked out via kicking. Like, yeah. It was is there bad. anything else that happened that show that was good? Not, not that I can remember. I genuinely don't remember the show. Like I had fun watching it because we just watched it, but like, I I can remember some matches, but I can't remember anything from them. No, but you know what I can remember. Nick? <laughs> what What's that, my dear Seamus? TNA Weekly Pay Per View Episode Number Four. A I laughed harder than potentially almost anything this year at this episode of TNA. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. We rewatched it. Yeah, yeah right we just recording. we just rewatched it and it was still just murdering Seamus. It, oh my god. I love this episode. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> Let's just hop Let's right into started. it. Yeah. I wanted to say at the top actually. The when the old school music starts up, you know, the na 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 That gets me so much more hype than when they actually turn on the hype music, you yeah. know? Yeah. Whatever. I can't yeah, even remember it. I think you did it. But yeah, it's like, fuck that old shit. Here comes rock. It's like, no. That old thing was better. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. It's, uh, it's... I think there's, like, a rule to music composition where, like, you 
you know, you make a melody that's like simple and easy to whistle, and it's just gonna stick with people. Yeah. But if you do just fucking like co- like no one remembers the soundtrack to Marvel movies, but people remember Star Wars and Harry Potter because like yeah. it has yeah. that melody that you can whistle. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. The same yeah. thing. Well, here. one thing that they had to remind people to do is cheer because you can hear them counting down the crowd to the open as you the show goes live. Oh my god, really? Yeah, you hear them three, two. Yeah, like you can hear that in it, it's yeah you can hear that. I mean everything does it, but you really got to make sure no one hears you do it because it just comes across as really sad. Really, really sad. Yeah. So they blow up half of Tennessee with their <laughs> opening explosions. Yeah, the pyrotechnics are strange and not welcome. There's a, yeah, yeah. Um, to op- we get a ta- we get a, uh, a title match to open. We're getting uh, the cycles of the new church. We get Slash and Tempest with Father James Mitchell um, versus AJ and Lynn. Mm-hmm. To start, we get a flashback to uh, how AJ and Lynn won the titles, including the best part of last episode. Yeah. The NWA has ruled that they must have opponents for this finals match. What? Oh, God. I, I love I love it. Even just thinking about it, I love it so much. Yeah, it's the, it's, it's the best I've ever heard someone scream what. Yeah, it, it's just, it's better because you can't see him when they do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love how they included that. They recognized how good that was. They knew it was fucking golden. So the new church is out. We're informed that, um, was it Tempest? Yeah. Used to be Crowbar in WCW, but now he's Tempest because yeah. new church um, and then out comes AJ and Lynn. We got AJ double champ, X Division title champ, and tag team champion. Yeah. And Lynn single champ. And, and you know, but he's he's cool with it. He's not mad yeah, about it. Yeah, he's not mad about it in the slightest. Don't worry about <sighs> it. Don't worry about it. I'm not. You sound like you're worried about it. I'm not worried about it. All right, good. Uh, so Lynn's, Lynn starts with Tempest. Tempest is just kind of overpowering him in general, but Lynn just outperforms him in kind of every way and outmaneuvers him. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down on my notes, like, I think I wrote Slash looks really bad because at some point the commentators mixed up their names and I got very they, confused. They specifically explain when Tempest starts that he used to be Crowbar and now he's Tempest. And then about four minutes in, they start calling him Slash. And I don't think they ever got it right after that. No. Nope. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> One of the new church. Uh, Lynn eventually gets a, like a sit-out face buster on a power, uh, power bomb counter. Mm-hmm. And from there he tags into AJ. AJ and Lynn keep doing like double teams. Um, actually, some pretty cool ones. Some ones I haven't seen before. Uh, or just ones that they kind of put their little twist on. They look pretty nice. They do like a... You know, drop toe hold to a senton. They do a thing where they position the guys and then uh, Irish whip one off the ropes and kick out his legs so he drop kicks his partner. Just, you know, a bunch of little, like, we're doing tag team stuff. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, new, the new church does some more power movie tag teams. Like, they just grab AJ and just both ram his head into the ring. Yeah. Uh, post. That happens a couple which times, is, I believe. Yeah, which is, is fine. They're kind of the bigger, the big, the basis for the flying. Um, I noticed upon rewatching, there's a lot of moments where, like, 
Lin tries to come in and do something, but he just kind of, like, stops and, like, doesn't help yeah. AJ at all. But it seems like the ref is stopping him. Like, he wants to, and then he gets told off by the ref kind of thing, Right. You know? one point, AJ, uh, he... So he's in the ring with, with Slash, who it really seems like the weak link of the, the whole match. And he drop toe holds him, and Slash slip and slides out of the ring. Yeah. Which was just kind of weird. Um, AJ's reaction is to tease a dive, where he does like that front handspring off the ropes and be like, Haha, I could have jumped on you. And then Slash just pulls his neck on the ropes and starts beating the crap out of him. <laughs> so... It's it's an odd match. It's weird, because the narrative they're trying to push is that AJ is being showboaty. Yeah. You know? But it really doesn't come off that way. Not at all. It actually comes off like AJ's fucking... Not that he's showboaty, it's that he's getting the crap kicked out of him, and he's like super fucking strong and powerful and cool, because he's not... Yeah. He doesn't have to... He hasn't tagged, whether it's... He's it's his pride, or he doesn't have to, or he's never in a position to. The point is, yeah. he doesn't tag, and it makes him look strong. How much he's putting up with? Yeah, it didn't really feel like in situations he had control and he could have tagged if he wanted to. Like the announcers were kind of pushing it that way, but it felt more like just he he was either being beat on or doing what he could in the moment to like get the other guy, but he didn't have, a, like, a spare moment to tag. Exactly. You know? um, when he finally does get a tag, they do a, uh, a weird double-team dive where AJ does, like, a plancha and gets both uh, the new church guys just catch him, uh-huh. you know? And then Lynn does, like, a, a flipping senton onto the whole pile, which just kind of looks like... It's not great looking. It looked kind of unsafe, like really easy to land on someone's head. Yeah. And no one can catch you because all of their hands are on each other already. So it was just kind of a weird dog pile spot. Yeah. And then there is the one spot that we actually spent a little bit of time on. One of the new church guys takes AJ. Tempest? Yeah, Tempest. Yeah. Spins him around in kind of like a crucifix pose. Yeah. He, it's like imagine an outsider's edge or a, a single shoulder like torture rack kind of thing. But yeah, then he just spins him, and he, like, throws him out. And he basically, he basically does Abel's number two ultra, right? Yeah. Yeah, he just grabs him, spin, up in the air you go. Yeah, and it just land. I mean, it, it's cool looking, you know, I'll give him that. Just, yeah. It's kind of, it, it's kind of silly looking, too, at the same time. Mm, it, yeah. Yeah. I, I will say I never liked that ultra in the, the game, so, in Street Fighter, because it just feels like it doesn't do anything. How does flying in the hair hurt? Like <laughs> hurt, Nick? How does that work? I, I, I dude, how, dude. There were a lot of ultras in Street Fighter Four that I felt that way about. Yeah. Like, how does that do anything? Like, both of El Fuertes. At least one of them's the muscle spark, so I have to like it because Kaniku Man. Yeah. But the other one's just like, I'm gonna grab your head and spin, and then he does like a <laughs> neck. Breaking leg thing. I want impact, though. The spinning pile driver has impact. Yeah, no, I getcha. You know, it, yeah. I like Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 4 is a fun game. 
It was it was really good. I liked how how it was it was very pokey, very reedy. You know, you had to like just punch him once, twice, and then you're done. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, speaking of fun, this match was all right. Yeah, it was it was okay. Yeah, it was probably one of the better openers we got. It um, it finished up with. I think uh, something took one of the uh, church guys outside, and then AJ did a big old spin yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, Lynn got the uh, he got the, the gotch style pile drive, mm-hmm. and Lynn uh, AJ blind tagged Lynn, and so Lynn went outside and stopped the guy from interfering. AJ hit the uh, spiral tap for the win, but then they got this kind of shot of Lynn being a little you know frustrated about hey I kind of had the pin and you kind of beat me on here, so. I want to say, Nick, when we started watching this storyline going on, yeah, you kind of called early on the direction it was going. Yeah, I said, "Oh, he's not like celebrating as much." I, I imagine he's a little bit upset at AJ for some yeah. reason. Well, I, even like like two episodes ago, I think you called it. You know, well, they didn't do anything two episodes ago. I think I only one call, episode. I think ago. I only called it because like. They just fought, and now they're a tag team, but it was also Lynn's idea. Yeah. Well, so here, here's my thing on that. Do you have an issue if the storyline's going a direction and you can tell where it's going? No. Like, I don't mind seeing where a story is going. It's, you know, the, it's the journey, not the destination. I'm interested more, yeah. like, how they execute it and what twists and turns we get along the way. Right. I would say, too, if you can tell where it's going... Usually that's a good thing, because that means that it, it, it makes sense to a degree. Yeah. You were able to logically go, oh, this is going to happen from there. You, cause, you don't you need know. a big old, a big giant kind of throw-you-off twist in wrestling. You don't. Um, you don't. And then I, I know what you, you're thinking, listener. Why are you guys watching TNA? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I don't know about you, but I'm... I'm well, I mean, my fun is, like, more context and retrospect dependent. <laughs> yes. Actually yeah. watching it is a little bit more of a slog. It can be rough. It can be really rough. Um, up next, the announcers are at their announcing table. Oh, yeah. And they decide to... We, re- we re-watched the, um, the betrayal of Scott Hall by the coward Jeff Jarrett. What a coward. Remember when, like, Brian Christopher betrayed his dearest and oldest friend... Scott Hall. Scott Hall. It's literally like a like a eight minute replay of all of what happened, and then we get a a, a Scott Hall phone interview, and he's turns out he he didn't like getting beat up. Yeah, it turns out he's a little miffed. How about yeah. that? He's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna come after you, Christopher, and then I'm come after you, K Crush, and then I got something special for you, Jeff Jarrett. I'm gonna enjoy mm. that. Yeah. Sit down. We're gonna have a nice little picnic under the stars. I got some special crumpets from that little shop down the corner. I really like. <laughs> yeah, that's not even what Scott Hall sounds like. No, I can't. I don't, I I am bad at impressions. You, so you just do you just do like the most stereotypic like impression you can because he's just doing an impression. A- yeah. Yeah, see, and it works because he's doing a fake impression the whole time, so it's okay when you do it. I, I, you know what? I didn't. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, can't get in trouble. Um, I kind of like the idea of it. 
where he's got this whole hierarchy of guys he's getting through. Yeah. The issue is they're not an established group. No, they're just guys that he does not like. Yeah, so it doesn't really make sense for him to go through each one. If it was like a um, an established group and you had to fight your way through the members to get to the, the big boss, that's a cool thing. But when it's just like a bunch of... It's like, okay, it's like if someone wanted to... For some reason, they had to fuse Kenny Omega and they had to go through Tamatonga and Fale and the Young Bucks and then they get to Omega. Yeah. You know? That's kind of... It makes sense. They have to fight their way through. Yeah. But if they... Let's say they defuse Omega and they're like, I'm going to beat you, Makabe. <laughs> and then Will Ospreay, you're going down. And then Taguchi. Ishii. <laughs> yeah. Ishii, more like... Ishii. She get out of here. I'm going to go fight Omega now. And then, like, and then Okada. And Okada's just like, why do you... I'm, I'm with what? you on this. You're not even going to beat me. You're not even going to beat me. And also, I want to beat Omega. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It, it, it's, it doesn't make sense why... Like, I like the concept, but really... They needed to be an established group, which they're not, even though it keeps kind of acting like they are. Or at least, like, very, make them like, into a group officially. Yeah, even do that. But they're... Not they're just guys. Yeah, they're just guys who are kind of jerks sometimes. And one of these jerks saunters on onto the ring for a promo. Brian Christopher comes out and he's like, "Hey, Scott Hall, you dumb fool! You should have known that me and Jeff Jarrett grew up together. You stupid!" And then he goes on for like six minutes talking about his dad. Oh my god, he's so mad at daddy. <laughs> he's just like. Oh, everyone just says I'm daddy's boy, but I'm going to prove that I'm no, I'm big enough to make it on my without Poppy. Fuck you, dad. I did it without my father. The only reason he has any position in, in wrestling is because of his padre. Yeah. Like, and I get how that would be frustrating. Yeah, of course. But when you, and I guess the idea is they're in the South, so making fun of Lawler's, you know... A serious thing, but it's like eight minutes of him just whining about daddy. It's boring and the crowd doesn't care. And he tries to act like him finally turning on, on Scott Hall gave him the courage to say There's even people out there that say the only reason Brian Christopher is in the wrestling business is because the king got him in. like an eight minute promo it's really it's really tiring it's just yeah and he only has one thing to say he went on for way too long about it but hey he's not brian christopher anymore he's you know brian lawler brian lawler because now he's gonna prove he doesn't need daddy it's weird yeah out wiggles norman smiley hi norman smiley so here's the thing in my notes, 
I wrote this was a squash match because yeah. everything about wrestling tells me this is going to be a squash. We're establishing a new heel. He's doing some gimmick changes. He just turned. We got to make him strong. Yeah. And it technically was a squash, but it's like an eight-minute squash where the good guy gets offense throughout. Yeah, huh? It was just boring. And Brian didn't look effective. Yeah, no, he Because he, he couldn't beat a dude who wiggles at you. Yeah, it was... Like, he beats him in the end, but like... A little too... Too little too late. Yeah, and 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 Norman Smiley's the only one doing anything interesting in the match. He yeah. had like the big wind up slam I like, and he wiggled at him. He humped his butt with the which the crowd loves. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, Brian just acts like a heel with like doing a little choke with his bandana and just. Then he oh then he goes for the leg drop at the very end, but he doesn't put on the goggles anymore because now oh he's a bad man. Oh, I don't like it anymore because he didn't wear the goggles when he jumps. I liked when he wore the goggles, but now he's not wearing the goggles. Yeah, now he's a bad man. <sighs> Sucked. <laughs> In the back, Jeff Jarrett wants to be number one contender, and he's going to grab at small management man until it happens. Yep. It doesn't, so then he grabs his dick at small management man to tell him that he's mad. Uh, about, like, five feet away <laughs> in a closed room... You just hear James Mitchell from the New Church just yelling at his dudes. And when Goldilocks walks in the door, it just gets slammed shut like he was waiting for someone to walk up. Yeah, it's like, hold on a second. I just remembered there's a door. Yeah. Oh, I left the door slightly open. Let me close that before I continue yelling. You can still hear what's going on in the room. It, it just, it's, it's like they want to have like an expanded universe in their, in their backstage segments, you know? Like, everything's happening concurrently, which I guess it would be, but it just kind of starts to feel like you're just jamming things in there. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> now we get K-Crush dancing out. And uh, unfortunately, his shirt, he's got, like, another new shirt. It just says K-Crush on the front, which really made me bummed. Until he turns around, he's got an even bigger portrait of his face <laughs> in the back. Yeah. It was great. Oh, it's so good. Like... Because you don't see, because it's really low definition video. So he's, he's dancing around on the ring, and you, but you can't really make out the back of the front. Mm-hmm. Then when he starts coming down the, the, the ramp, you can see his shirt just says K-Crush and like airbrush on it. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I got really bummed. I'm like, oh, I, I like when he's got the big dumb portrait. And then himself. he turns around. He turns to walk up the ring step. It's just this huge, it's... like, <laughs> giant thing of his face just kind of looking up at the heavens. It's fucking great. Yeah. You know what's not great? What's well, not great? NASCARman. It's really not great. You know what the R for NASCAR stands for? What does it stand for? Race war. Yep. <laughs> sure does. Okay. Okay, Crush antagonizes crowd forever. Mm-hmm. Um Then out cars um, out comes NASCARman. Nick, what's NASCARman wearing? <sighs> Okay, so, Naskerman, everyone's favorite boy. Love him. He's wearing a very loose basketball jersey, loose gym shorts, and sneakers. He's good. Are these, like, cool sneakers? No, they're like bad gym sneakers. Oh, cool. So he looks like a badass, right? Oh, he looks like such a badass. 
It's such a bad look. Like, it really is. You've had weeks. Do something for him. Yeah, just like... Oh my God, give him anything. Okay, here's my hierarchy of things I would have put him in. Yeah? At the very top, if we could get him to wear like his NASCAR outfit for wrestling, do yeah. that. You yeah. Know? yeah. Underneath that, we make him some kind of stupid outfit, you know? Mm-hmm. You get him some shorts, you put a racing stripe on it, you put, like, his uh, car stickers all over it, you know? You give him a shirt of some kind, he wants to wear a shirt, whatever, who cares? Then he can wear his shitty shitty gym uh, shoes, but he's got, like, a shirt and and shorts that are like, okay, it's a thing. Bottom of the list are, hey, what do you wear to the gym when you go? (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Oh, my God. It's... Anyway, it's anyway. This match is really bad. I disagree. All right. Here, okay. Here's why. K. Crush wrestled himself in this match. The <laughs> entire match was him wrestling himself. Yeah, yeah. That's not and untrue. It, and it wasn't that bad for that. No, I guess you're right. Yeah. Like, the ma- you're right, the match is bad. It's not a good match. But for one guy doing everything, he put together, like, an actual match with a thing to it, you know? Like, the whole thing is K-Crush tries to do, like, a jumping axe kick thing against the ropes. Oh, he crotches himself and he falls down. Um, oh, NASCAR man jumps off the ring apron to punch him in the head. Like a child afraid to take a step. Yeah. So once on the outside, K Crush pulls Naskerman up to the uh, the the ring post, mm-hmm. and then pulls him to a different ring post, and then tries to punch him and punches the ring post. Yeah, he like chokes him for a good while. <laughs> you gotta get time out of this match somehow. Like, like do you? Do you? Do you? I think. They feel like... The, okay. The company feels like they do... Because I think they they think their fans want to see the NASCAR man. Uh-huh. And I think also they want to make sure the NASCAR man has a good time <laughs> so that he'll do it again. You know? Oh, please come back, Mr. NASCAR man. We'll make sure you have a jolly old time. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your yeah. other NASCAR buddies and your got, football got, player buddies. We got big boy Toby Keith. Look at this big boy, Toby Keith. Oh, look how big he is. <laughs> he starts slapping his belly. Look, look how big he is. Oh, he's a big boy. Oh, he's such a big boy. He's a big old boy. Come see our big boy, Toby Keith. <laughs> the, the I, like that T- I like that in our head, TNA now owns Toby Keith. <laughs> yeah. Look, when you play five minutes of a six-minute music video, I think you can just get to own the person you make. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. The entire uh, match is really just K-Crush doing moves to himself that yeah. Herbie Sadler can do. So, like, he he jumps up for a powerbomb to get powerbombed. He lets him do punches at him. Uh, stuff like that. Basically, our, our, our K-Crush keeps going for the, the cocky pins. You know, like, one finger. I'm laying down. Don't even care. And, and NASCAR man keeps kicking out. Until finally he gets so fed up with it, he just cheats and puts his feet on the ropes and gets the pin. Yeah. And then 
he's he's still mad at him, the guy for being a kind of racist asshole, and so he starts uh, he starts kicking at him, and the ref's like, ah, you know what? You kicked him once after the match. NASCAR wins. NASCAR wins. And Nick had an aneurysm. I did. I was really mad upon first watching that. Because it was just like, it was a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. With a nothing ending. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, but NASCAR wins anyway, right? You're you're happy, right? Yeah, like the wrestler has to cheat to beat the non-wrestler. And he still loses. And he still loses for kicking him once. Like, it... I thought initially he did the cheaty pin as a way of letting him win because he needs to win the match, you know, to ever be taken serious in the company. But doing it in a way where the NASCAR man's like, oh, I, you know, I could have won. Ooh, it looks good in the paper or whatever. Yeah. But but then they still let NASCAR man win. <laughs> yep. Via DQ. Yep. So it's like, why'd he even cheat to win? Just have him win and then be an asshole, then lose? Yeah. Why does the guy who drives a car need to look like a badass? Yeah. Also, they brought out all these, like, NASCAR props with him. He had a stop sign and like, oh my a God. flag and a gas can. Oh, it, it was so cute. So, it was so adorable. And they don't use any of them. Nope. They could have had... I was, gonna say do, in, I was gonna say interesting or good spots, but just spots. A, they could have done a garbage fight, you know? Yeah. A garbage fight. Anyone can do a garbage fight. Yeah. You know? You hit them with a stop sign, you throw them into the, the flag in the corner, they break it, you get the pen. Like, it probably would have. Might have been better. NASCAR man was not good. He couldn't run well at all. No. No. Stumbled on the ropes. I mean, what do you expect? He mostly, he's, he's, he's more used to cars. Yeah. It's more used to, more used to, I don't fucking know. It was a good joke we had. (laughs) Was it? I think, you know what? I think it's a joke, it's a joke appropriate of the match and storyline. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, hopefully this is over, though. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, like, Scott Hall has a match with K-Crush in two weeks, so it it should be over now, right? Because K-Crush has to focus on that. Hopefully. NASCAR man interferes. <laughs> oh my god. He will. I bet he will. <laughs> no, I didn't say that facetiously. I said that like, I believe it. It's going to happen. He just lives <laughs> at wrestling now. We're going to be, we're going to come on the next episode in a year and we're going to scream at you guys about how it happened. About how NASCAR man is the new champion. Like, at this rate, it's going to happen. Yeah. NASCAR man's getting a push. <laughs> he is, though. Amori's doing squats in the back. You might remember Amori. He was the guy who we didn't know how to... If it was Amori or Omori, it's O. Yeah. He's from Japan. He's big. He does He's... squats, and the prostitute walks up to him. Yep. Then he gives her money, and then she leaves. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's nice. how prostitutes work. Hell yeah, dude. Pay, either pay them like a week or hours or days beforehand, or you pay, or you like, I don't know, is it like a tab? Do I they owe them tab. money? Because he can't be sticking around that long, right? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> pay your sex workers up front. 
Don't like yeah. make them come to you for money. Well, I wouldn't say yeah. Don't don't like pay them at the at the event. Yeah. Know? At yeah. the situation, whatever the agreement is 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 contingent upon there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't make them like barge into your professional establishment to collect money. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's not been established that she has anything to do with wrestling, other than she just keeps showing up to get money during taped yeah. television. Yeah. <laughs> I never actually put that together in my head. Yeah, she's just a <laughs> prostitute who just goes there like, "Hey, pay me already." <laughs> And they film it for some reason. <laughs> hey, dude, the big chick guy from Japan is trying to title thing a prostitute back here. Let's get that on camera. <laughs> Tim, look how hard it is for him to do squats. I bet his dick's huge. <laughs> oh, my God. Who lets her in the building? <laughs> like, like, multiple times, too. Yeah. Okay, like, if she was... Uh, if it was like a part of the deal, like the Blues Brothers had a had a, a cocaine budget, you know, something like that. Yeah, like from the company, that'd be one thing. But she's going to individuals for the money. <laughs> and it's like she even like walks down the ramp. Yeah, it's not she, even like they let her just go to the ring. It's, it's not like they meet in like an alley backstage. <laughs> Twice it was she walks down the ramp. Mid-match. Talks to someone while they're doing their job <laughs> and then leaves. You know oh. what makes someone never return to you as a prostitute? <laughs> when you now, go to their place of business <laughs> in front of all of their co-workers and go, Hey, give me the money. I mean, oh, now they'll I'm probably s- pay you, but they're not going to go back. Now I'm super excited to see where this story goes. I bet it goes nowhere, Nick. <laughs> probably not. But How do you not- make a storyline out of this? Now, like, this extra layer of nonsense in my head. I just want more but of how it. But do how does this lead to a wrestling match? It doesn't. What, someone doesn't pay and she gets her pimp? I bet that's it. Stop. It's going to be like the Godfather or something. And he's like, oh, you're not paying my prostitute. And the guy's like, I didn't want to. And then, who's even supposed to be the heel in that situation? <laughs> Like, I guess the only guy who's not paying is, but the guy who's a pimp is like, that's really bad. Watch her... Oh my god, I just thought of the worst angle. What? Watch her, like, come to the dups for money, and then the sister gets super mad. Oh, no! (laughs) Why are you so good at booking TNA, (laughs) Nick? Oh, no! And they're gonna have, like, a... A old country mud fight or something. Oh no! It was Jello wrestling or some shit. <sighs> Why are we so good at fucking? <laughs> God damn it! That's the only. That legitimately is the only thing that makes sense. Oh. Let's move on. This is like a five-second thing, and they cut away, and we've spent like three minutes on it. Yeah, because we spent more time thinking about it than they did. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> hey, up next is Cassidy. He, he, he. It's, 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 it's like me. It's like, <laughs> it's like you. It's like me. And Chase, that's like a bank. Yep. Like nice. a... I think I knew a guy named Chase. I did know a guy named Chase. He was a Street Fighter player. Oh, shit. Was it me? No. 
Oh, okay. I think so. He did play, like, Zangief, I think. Oh, he sounds like a cool dude. Was he a cool dude? Um, you know what? Out of that group, not the worst. (laughs) Nick, sidebar. Let's hear about the worst. Okay, okay. It's time for this. So, I had, when I went to college, I had this fighting game community that I was a big part of. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I helped run streams and tournaments and stuff like that. And, you know, I was mainly into Smash, but I always played with, like, the Street Fighter crowd and hung out with them. Marvel. Marvel. Um, the Marvel guy turned out to be a huge asshole and we had to kick him out though. Oh. Uh, but one day, I think it was like the release of, after the release of Pokemon Sun and Moon, I think. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm at, I'm at our like weekly fight night and... Oh my god, there's so much. Do you want me to unpack it all? I'll unpack it all. <laughs> well, now you gotta. Okay, so... I'm in there with the Street Fighter guys, just playing a little bit, hanging out mainly. Yeah, just, it's just kind of fun being part of a fighting game thing. You kind of make jokes. You you play against people who are way better than you, but it's just kind of fun and it's learning. Yeah. yeah. I heard this guy, uh, who is in between matches, say like, Hey, I got this, like wallpaper on my phone it's of a uh, k-pop singer and you know a woman was like glancing at it the other day and i'm worried she thinks i'm like a weirdo because this girl's like 16 Uh and then other guys were like oh no it's fine like like she's basically 18 it's basically legal and then later, more people were chiming in with, I mean, age of consent in Japan's like 14. Uh, is it? It's it's some ridiculously low number. God. Yeah. It's creepy that they knew that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I think, I've, I think one of the best, like retorts to that logic is like so age is the only so like so that law age... of the woman stopping you from fucking a four-year-old yeah yeah the, the fact that you would get in trouble is that why we're not we're not having sex with children great great the fun thing is right after that conversation i remember i'm like typing it in <laughs> to discord <laughs> telling a bunch of my friends and then i look left and i see oh. this Jacket. Is this, that is this, this boob was, jacket? This is boob. This guy was wearing a jacket, and on the back, it was like badly printed on the back, and on the back is just this hentai girl just rubbing herself up. Like Nick, I imagine this is like a moment where this has been going on this whole time, but this was just like the one moment where it just kind of clicked in your head, you know? And like you look around, you're like, wait a minute, wait, that's not a yeah. tasteful jacket. Yeah. Wait a like... minute. That conversation, that wasn't jokes. Wait was... a minute. Dude, it was it was rough. It's like the scene in like uh the Lost Boys where you're going to eat the Yeah. <laughs> Instead of spaghetti and worms, it's just age of consent conversations. <laughs> just like And the hentai jackets. Oh god, there's 
there's like some sort of movie where like ev- someone thinks like everything's fine and they put on either like a pair of glasses or they oh they live takes- Roddy Roddy Piper dude tied oh, yeah. into wrestling it's got the longest fight scene in any movie at the time it's a bad fight scene but it's really realistic because they start rolling all over each other it's kind of <laughs> great but yeah uh, Rowdy Roddy it's actually pretty fun yeah. it's a pretty fun movie but yeah so like that was the day you got your glasses <laughs> yeah and instead yeah. of like saying consume and stuff on all the stuff it just says I mean it's basically 18 <laughs> Instead of, like, logos, there's, like, pictures of anime mech pilot girls or something. I'm here to ogle instead women of, instead and play of, fighting games. Instead and I'm of all Street out of fighting games. Instead of Street Fighter, they're playing, like, Aqua Plaza or something. <laughs> we should get back to TNA. You know who else is in the ring when the Hot Shots came out? Speaking of having bad opinions, it's the Briscoes. Oh, it's the Briscoes. <laughs> so that was surprising. I don't like them because of their opinions on, on gay people. Yep. So I just don't like them. No. Nope. <laughs> um, here's the thing. This match doesn't fucking matter. I'm just going to yeah. say real quick. Briscoes are wearing singlets, which is weird if you know how they look now. And they're trying to, like, they're still trying to kill themselves. Like, just flying out of the ring doing God knows what. Just like, I'm going to go. Doesn't doesn't the match proper last like two seconds before? It, it's like two minutes, and the new church runs down. Yeah, it, it, it's only really notable because of the Briscoes because they went on to become like a a, a well known team. You know? Yeah. Also, I think they're the first people on TN Awful that we have seen live. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anyone... Yeah, I think it's... it's for people we've, we've seen live. So that's cool. Do you know if that number increases? Uh, I mean... Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's gonna be a while, Nick. It's gonna be a good long <laughs> while. But that number will go up in ways that will shock and amuse you. I can't wait. But it's gonna be like years from now. <laughs> Here's the thing. We have to keep doing this for a long time because TNA is a gift that keeps on giving and we will always have things to talk about. Oh, yes. And I have kept things from you intentionally that I have wanted to tell you about. Before. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, church guys run in and they start beating all the wrestlers up and they're like, hey. Most, mostly just malice, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of a recovery thing for Malice since he lost the uh, the title match last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the leader's like, "Hey, Ken Shamrock, why don't you? Uh, we're gonna like murder people. Yeah. You want you yeah. want to stop that? We're gonna literally kill everyone here Stay unless you give us the title the match." Father Mitchell has the microphone. Maybe we'll get an explanation from him. Vengeance is mine. Me. Now we are not leaving this ring tonight until the blood of Ken Shamrock is on the hands of Malice. Hey, now they want Shamrock too? Just like Jeff Jarrett earlier tonight? So Ken Shamrock, the way I see it, 
you have two options. You can either A, come to the ring and face annihilation like a man, or B, stay in the back like the coward that you are and yeah. be responsible for the bloodshed of innocent victims because I assure you that malice will pulverize each and every person in this arena until you answer his challenge. Innocent victims now he's talking about. So, you have exactly 10 seconds starting now. Oh, come on. Time's up. Come on, Ken Shamrock Gentlemen, has a world heavyweight title defense time tonight. for the ultraviolence. First, Jared, Who's now first. What have Father we Mitchell here? Father Mitchell and Malice. <laughs> oh. What are they doing? I know that looks like they're sizing up people here around ringside. There's bodies still me. all over the place outside. Take so what, tonight, don't be pointing Is he pointing? Is he pointing? No, 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 he's pointing at, he's pointing at the time Our time people. Oh, the time came out! Come on! Oh, go ahead and find him alone! Come on! So, uh, we're going to do that, and they grab the timekeeper. That's a very surprising... He's like the new Anuma guy. A little bit. He's just like, huh? <laughs> Pull him in. The announcers freak the yeah. fuck out. I just love, like, they got the timekeeper. All of a sudden, Ken's like, I have to go save my best friend, the timekeeper. <laughs> like, I love the timekeeper. Yeah, like, why does, why do they have to actually threaten someone before you come out, you know? And then why, like, does the timekeeper elicit such a reaction from you? Uh, but yeah. He comes out, punches two guys, and kind of gets the shit kicked out of him a little Yeah, bit. like, he, he punches everyone who's not Malice, and then Malice just beats him down. They all beat him down. Yeah. Amori comes scuttering on out, and he, like, him and, and Ken just kind of take everyone out. And they have kind of, a like, a respect stare down, where Amori's like, I saved you because I want to beat you for real. And, you know, it's cool. Like, that's... Yeah. It's fine, you know? Um, yeah. Hey, Nick. Hey, Seamus. The dupes. I don't want you know, to say what they said every in the promo. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think that bears repeating. It's really uh, bad. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys you guys heard us talk about the dupes. You know what they're about. Yeah. You can guess what the promo is about. It's about a dog needing to have sex. Legitimately, that's it. So then, out come the ducks, right, Nick? That's right. Oh yeah. wait, no? No, 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 no. Here, here come, here come the ducks. Nope. No, no, but here come the ducks. Nope. Well, a different, a different theme plays and then stops and then plays and then wait, stops. Let me, let me try and then again. Plays. Let me work this time. Here come the ducks. Nope. Well, then who is coming? Oh, I can tell you, every red-blooded American man in that audience. Yeah, was that, was that Some good? lady. No, no, Nick. No, you didn't get it. No. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> uh. Jasmine comes out, and she's like, hey, I'm going to lap dance Jeremy Borash now. For some reason. For no reason. And then, for, for what makes sense, the wife phone's like, hey... You, you can't stop just this. literally fucking get naked on our on... television show. Yeah. And so Ed Ferrara spears him. And it's like actually decent. Which is makes me mad because I hate this <laughs> and Ed like, Ferrara. Right? It's like, it's a good looking spear. But why yeah. does it have to come from that man what? in this instance? Why here and why for this? And then they do put, like, a jacket on her. And they get anyway. her to leave. So they get so they get this woman just like, who's, like, lap dancing to leave, but not the prostitute? Yes! No and, one bothers okay. the prostitute. Okay, and in kayfabe, yes. In non-kayfabe, they have cage dancers right up there. Wearing less than this woman all the time. Yeah. What is the yeah. point of this? There's no point. It, it, like, that's where it really confuses me. It's just, okay, putting aside, objectively, this is bad and dumb, and it's, it's stupid that we're... we're, we're it's degrading, you know? That's all, yeah. that's all there. But even just my brain... It just jumps to the logic of, like... You already have almost naked women in this cage. All the time. All the time. You're showing you, me them constantly. You bring it up so often. Yes. Why do we now need this? A minute ago, we saw this woman making out with her cousins wearing like a... You can basically see her boobs popping out of her like Daisy Duke's tied up shirt. You know? The, la- like, the, the last like three shows have had women stripping each other's clothes off. Y- yes. It, it It's like they don't understand porn exists. Yeah. Because, like, the woman comes out and she's like, hey, there's not enough TNA here. Let's yeah. get some real TNA going. As she walks past the two cage dancers. Yeah. It's like, no, there's plenty. There's more don't, than enough. We don't, no we don't, one needs this here. And the like, people who want it, we don't talk to them. <laughs> like, making... Having a sexually charged thing can be totally fine. Mm-hmm. But it's when you mix it in this way, it feels very weird. Yeah. You know, if it was, if it was presented as, hey, do you want to see sexy naked wrestling? Uh-huh. I would have no issue because it's going, hey, do you want to see sexy naked wrestling? Here it is. You know, it's like, you know what you're getting into. You know what that is. Here it is, you know? Yeah. This is presented as, yes, I know their name is TNA, but they're trying to present themselves as, like, a wrestling show, a legitimate wrestling show. And so... As the successor to, like, WCW and stuff. Yeah. And so having the scantily clad women, essentially, you're dividing your audience for the people who come for the wrestling are probably, for the most part, going to be like, why, okay... Why is this here? You know? I don't, I don't give a shit. Can we stop and get to the wrestling? Yes. And the people who come for the tits are going to be like, why is there wrestling? The people who come for the tits are going to be like, okay, this is all right, but I'm like 
three hundred feet away, and I really wish I was just watching porn at home. Or I went to a strip club. Or or go to a strip club. Get that lap dance yourself, buddy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's within your world. If you really, if you got excited seeing another man take a lap dance like that, I have some good news for you. <laughs> it's very obtainable. <laughs> The Dubs have a match with the Elvi. It's literally whatever. Who cares? No one cares. Um, Mortimer Plumtree comes out. And he, like, guest commentates? Yeah, so now we have the the gay baby rich guy watching the cousin fuckers and the Elvis impersonators. And I guess he's going to pick one to be the manager of or something. I literally do I th- not care. I think he says he's in better relations with the Johnsons. What they mainly talk about is like who messed up the the tournament. Oh yeah, who fucked with the tournament? Who, who could have done it? Who, oh. who did it? Oh, I don't know, but I have some ideas about yeah. I don't know. And uh but fuck that. Uh yeah. uh one thing of note is Jimmy Yang isn't there because he's an agent in uh all Japan Pro Wrestling, so good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Being not in this company. Good for him. him. We took a break at that point. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember... Because the show up to this point has been like... We were watching it pretty late and it was really boring. It was boring and a lot. We had this... The, the weird dup dog sex promo. We had the strip thing. We had the race car man match. Um, the... Malice is gonna literally murder the entire like arena, Ken Shamrock. If you don't come out, just yeah. a lot of like, whoa, this is a lot going on. But to be honest, we haven't even like oh really it actually, gotten started it up from here. Actually, <laughs> yeah, like we've said a lot and we've been through a lot together, you and us, audience. Yeah, hey. I'd rub your chin on my microphone, but I think that would make a terrible noise. So. It would make a really bad noise. Yeah. But yeah. We've been through a lot, so... Strap in. Strap the fuck in. It's, right a- it starts now. <laughs> right after the match ends... The El- cut- okay, just for the record. Elvi win. Now move yeah. on. Uh, there's like a small bit about one of the Elvises being disappointed because he pinned AJ, but he's not in the tournament later. But anyway, AJ and Lynn are already fighting. Yeah, we, we cut to the backstage, and this is a good backstage brawl. It's really good. There's a lot of good sounds and a lot of uh, and they're visceral like, they're, hits. Yeah, and they're like throwing, um, they're, they have all these tables, like plastic tables, not the breaky tables, set up like in a kind of, kind of catering area. And um, AJ throws Lynn, so he like flies on the table and kind of falls over him. So some of them fall over, but he lands on it, and just, it's kind of like a cool thing. Yeah. They're He's... slamming heads against like shutters, you know? Yeah. And then, like, throwing each other into barricades. Yeah, they have extra barricades. And, like, and here's the thing. It's all super safe. Yeah, like, no. You can, like, if you're really looking for it, you can tell how safe it is. But it just, it makes such good sounds. And it, the guys yeah, are so, like, good at it, selling each other. Yeah, it, it's a lot of sounds. It's big and it's hectic. It, it's, we haven't seen this on this show. Answer me! Now, these guys are partners. They're going at it tooth and nail. I, I mean, what? You don't even all see this 
something is rotten in the state of Tennessee. Oh. These are our <laughs> tag team champions, oh. and they are trying to... Oh. 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 What do you mean, trying? Oh. They're doing a pretty damn good job. Come now Lynch is oh. driving face first into the table. Oh. This thing oh. Turned him upside down into the steel guardrail. <laughs> He's got... Here's your belt. Celebrate now, you glory hound. Come on, oh, celebrate now, AJ. Glory hound. That's what he called it. Yeah, glory hound. The green-eyed monster just came out of Jerry Lynn. My God. We haven't seen a fight backstage. And they're really using their environment in a good way. Yeah. Um, including, for, for the, the end of it, Lynn grabs AJ and pulls him up on one of those, like, uh, like equipment boxes that rolls around. They always have it. Uh wrestling shows yeah um and he, he got pile drives him on it which makes such a satisfying just like dump yeah um but it, it's really safe but AJ just falls over he's like gloat now you glory hound yeah and that's where he gets the problem the uh the storyline began and kind of reached its like midpoint climax in this episode. the course of an hour yeah it it was really exciting when the when the brawl was happening, but when they stop, you're like, "Wait, we're doing this already?" That was one match, wasn't like, it, guys? Like I talked about this a minute ago. I thought we were going to build up to it a little bit more than not at all. Yeah, yeah. So it, that kind of brought it down. It does. It really does. The brawl was really good, but it just feels like, how are you so frustrated so quickly? You really couldn't get one... Like, you could have gotten one more... Like, one or two or maybe even three strong weeks out of this. How did you go from last week being super excited to wrestle with the... Wrestle together to fighting backstage and smashing each other's heads in? Yeah. It... It... it, There's just a disconnect there. Yeah. And... It increases as the show goes on, actually. Which is unfortunate, because it's... Those two have consistently had probably the best matches on every show we watch. This is true. In the middle of the show, it's time for our heavyweight title match. <laughs> uh, we get Kim smack dab in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> Ken Shamrock versus Takeo Taco Amori. It's Amori. Yeah, I I can't say his first name, and now I feel bad. Or his second name? I always fuck this up with Japanese names. Omori gets Japanese music because he's from Japan. Oh, he's he's Japanese man. Did you know that? Did you know he's from Japan? Here's Japanese music. He's from Japan. Man, as much even as much as I love like Nakamura's theme and WWE, they still fucking do that. Like, oh, he's Japanese. It's Japanese music from Japan. Yeah, but his is at least. His is stylized to fit his character. Of course. And like I said, I loved it and it fits, yeah. but it's still... It's called like Rising Sun. You, you know what's worse is uh, Hideo Itami's music. That one opens with like the, you know, Japan man noises. Uh, I don't know what that worth. That <laughs> Japan <laughs> man. Oh man, I wish I was from Japan. That would be my intro. <laughs> no, oh, that's... No. That, 
No, no, that's like if you're American and go to Japan. That's your intro. <laughs> Japan, dude. Man. They would love it though. <laughs> Japan, man. It's me, guy from Japan. Big Max. It's like Big if, if you extra just cheese, extra sauce. I love. I love Carl Anderson's scene. It's just a song about Big Macs. It's really... It's got a lyric stop sign in it. Stop sign? Oh my god, it's... It's... Anyway, we should get back... Yeah. We should get back on a track, but honestly, there's not much to talk about with this, this match. No. A lot of punches. Tanae really tries to build up the match. He, ta- he mentions a lot about Japanese history and big names and, like, who uh, Omori is, but... Uh. It's just a kick-punch brawl. I remember at... This is like the only note I wrote down about the match. At some point, um... Someone someone goes like, you know, this is a world heavyweight championship belt because we take people who are outside of the companies, unlike other certain companies out there. Oh, oh, big shots. (laughs) Right? You know what they do, though? They have championship matches around the world. Yeah. They've had championship matches in probably every continent, unlike you, who've just had three in the South. <laughs> I get the concept, but don't don't punch up. It's like, we're, we do people outside of the company. Yeah, they do people from all over the world, though. I mean, at this time, not really, but they, the, belt, the belt will travel the whole world, and it's yeah. also, you know, the biggest company in the world, so yeah. calm down. Yeah, calm the fuck down. The... It's like, watching, it's like watching a pug try to go against, like, a terrier or something. Are terriers big? I don't know. I, I tried to... <laughs> ter- hey, hey. Terrier sounded like a threatening name. I should have gone for, like, a... I should have just said bulldog. A Labrador. A Labrador. A I Doberman. Said literally anything else. A li- Your analogy made no sense. It didn't. Hang on. I'm going to look up how big terriers are. <laughs> It's like, it's, <laughs> it's like a cheetah having to fight a puma. <laughs> are they the same size? I don't know. Sounds badass, though. Our terriers are tiny. Yeah. Tiny. <laughs> yeah, they are, Nick. Uh, okay, ignore me. That's not getting cut out. Oh, no, that is not. <laughs> See, at, at, at this point, whenever... <laughs> Whenever I say something, I can just be assured it's staying in. Oh, yeah. If I laugh, it stays in. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Um, anyway. Oh, God. This match, yeah. This match is like one of the longer matches on the show, and we have the fewest notes on it. it, it, it it's, it's just a... They kick punch around the ring. They, they do some just kind of wear down holds. It's... Not really interesting. Um, that's really the whole thing. I thought yeah. Malice was going to run in for the um, the match because of the whole the whole build up. You know, it makes right. sense. I th- I think I think the entire time I was saying you haven't seen Jeff Jarrett yet. Yeah, as I have read my notes, but Nick Smart and handsomely predicted Jeff Jarrett was coming out. And lo and behold, oh, does he come out? Oh yeah! Wow, oh, that actually sounds God. like. He was saying he says he's gay on the spot. 
Hey, you oh, know the wow, window. Oh, wow, he come out? Hey, yo, my ass. Uh, but yeah, I don't think we ever talked about that line. He just keeps saying it in replays, and we think it's really hey, close. hey yo, hey, yo mass. He doesn't say the why. He goes hey yo mass, <laughs> mass. He doesn't. He like he kind of has a why. He has no space. Yeah. So it's like a ya. Yeah. Hey yo my 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 fruity fruity hey yo mass. <sighs> anyway, anyway, Jarrett, okay. Jarrett wait, murders wait, everyone. Wait, wait. Wait. I just need to take a breath and compose myself to explain this. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, please. Please, please explain okay. it in great detail. I will. Jeff Jarrett comes out. Ken Shamrock has Amori in the ankle lock. Everyone thinks, oh man, Amori's probably going to tap out or some shit. Instead, Jeff Jarrett comes out of the chair and waffles Ken in the fucking back. And I'm like, ooh, hard shot, but cool, that's fun. You know, whatever. Match is over, I wasn't really interested in it. I guess we're doing this with Jarrett now. And so, you know, it's, it's fun, he's doing a chair, pro wrestling. And then he turns around and hammers Amori in the, he- in the fucking brain as hard as he can. Right the on top the top of the head. head. Just, like, crashing down. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he just, he, then he like jabs the chair at their legs, and they're like, "Ooh, our legs!" And they fall. And I'm like, what? "Can I? Can I just add like at first? I I just want to set the scene for when we were first watching because Seamus didn't quite tell that uh, he smacked Omori right at the top of his head with no protection. Yeah. Because what happens next is yeah. So he's poking the leg, and it's like, okay, that's fine. And then Harley Race comes in the ring. Now he we didn't mention it because they barely mention it. It doesn't really make sense until now. But he was at the, at, on the outside, kind of going like, yeah, this belt means something. I'm Harley Race. And he slides in. He's like, you know what? I'm old. I'll stop this. And Jeff Jarrett turns around and tries to murder Harley Race with a chair. <laughs> he hits him in the head so fucking hard with the backrest of the chair. Right in the goddamn head. It dents the chair on like an old man's brain. It... I just yell at it. Yeah, we we basically just screamed when we saw that. What the fuck, Jeff Jarrett? Because like, imagine some guy hitting your grandpa as hard as he can in the head with a chair. Like, what the fuck? And so, in my brain, I'm thinking, okay, the only person he's gonna hit in the head is Ken Shamrock, probably because like he knows he's gonna have to have a match with Shamrock. Shamrock's a legit fighter. I guess he doesn't want to incur any receipts from him. You know. Yeah. Nah, he just hits him in the fucking head, too. <laughs> Here's the worst part. Okay. Chair shots are cool. I love a good chair shot. I love chair spots. They're fun. Yeah. I don't like them in the head. Because no. obvious reasons. You can get away with everything hitting every other part of the body. You can do fake-ass head shots where you put your hands up and you catch it. I'm fine with that. That's cool. That makes sense. Who wouldn't try and stop a chair from hitting them in the head? You know? Yeah. I'll buy it every day of the week. In fact, they have these, like, security goons run out. All these out-of-shape dudes and, like, I love TNA t-shirts. And they run out. And, like, he waffles three of them. And they all put their hands up. They, like, they're the smartest guys here. Why are the amateurs smarter than the professionals? Yeah, like... No one's complaining that they put their hands up and didn't incur brain damage. Here, the thing, it's, 
It's just upsetting to watch. It's insane! Why are you doing this? And then he leaves. He just beats them up. He beats up everyone he leaves. He's like, oh, hey, yo, my ass. I'm yep. the champion. Where's my title shot? He just fucks off. Just goes. This, this has been an insane five minutes of TNA. Yeah. And then, like, they immediately cut to the back. Immediately and- the back. And then Lynn's like sitting on the ground, yeah, mad. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey Jerry Lynn, uh, Jerry Lynn. Um, so I couldn't help but notice you, uh, you were beating up AJ. What's going on? You want some? I'll give you some. Open up and say ah. Oh. And at that point, I'm just like, what the, the fuck? fuck, TNA? Yeah, Jerry Lynn has never been the sex pervert, and now he's just like. Hey, you want some? I'm gonna put my cock in you and he leaves. I'm gonna fuck your face. And then James Mitchell walks up. And this entire time, in the background, you just kind of hear... Mmm. Mmm. And he's like, hey, I want to talk to Jeff Jarrett. I'm like, yeah, me too. Want to get to the bottom of this trying to kill people thing. And he walks off with his new church. Uh Uh-huh. And Goliath's like, huh, I hear a lot of... Hmm. I wonder what that is. And she goes behind the door... Pins it up, walks inside. Oh, it's the vice president. He's been tied up and has his shirt off and just been hogtied to the floor. So I just realized there's like four mysteries going on in like yeah. TNA. <laughs> Who tied up the president? Who tied up the vice president? Who beat the shit out of whatever the, um, the names uh, are? Uh, AMW. Yeah. Yeah. I like, think. Yeah. There's so many mysteries. I think the AMW one was Lynn. I mean, yeah, probably. I don't know if they'll explain it, but I, I feel like that'd be the case, right? Because he beats him up because he wants to tell... Because he was a heel, but we didn't know it yet, you know? Yeah. And now he's going to be like, oh yeah, he beat them up so that he could get a shot for some reason. It's... So, I think they stopped doing shots to cage dancers in this show, and they just cut to insanity. Well, they still cut to cage dancers plenty of times. Plenty of times, but not as much. They cut to things that don't make sense more than they cut to cage dancers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, then, like, last match happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Then we got our um, last match, which goes on a long time. It's a six-man elimination match uh, for the next X Division contender. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty good idea, good idea to put that on for your main event. I mean, if you showed me the card, I would probably say that's probably going to be your best match of the night, you know? Yeah. Um, we get Loki, Elix Skipper, nice. Kid Romeo, Tony Mamaluke, Christopher Daniels. Yeah. Making his debut. I fucking love Christopher Daniels. I got really excited about that. Fallen Angel, mm. yo. And Lynn. Um, I assumed Lynn was going to win. Me too. He doesn't. Nope. He loses. What the fuck? He loses via countout. Yeah, he's I not think even it's like the final two. He's like the final three or four. Yeah, I think it's the company's like, oh, we don't want to have them Lin fighting Styles right away. We want to build it up, but or something. Then why didn't you keep them being tag champs? Yeah, and build that's it up that's that way. The thing. It already you already like reached your cl- you already like are at the edge of your climax with the backstage brawl. Just yeah. fucking. Just pay it off already. Yeah. 
Um, this match, we're not really going to go through. It's a six-man X-Division elimination tag match. Yeah, like, people are switching in all the time. People are getting eliminated left and right. It's, it like, it's X-Division, so it's, you know, it's pretty good. flippy, it's pretty, pretty fun. Good. I mean, we can sum up, like, Loki kicks people. Skipper's mm-hmm. got some good jumps. Yep. I like Christopher Daniels. Technic- he's pretty good technically. Yep. It, it actually comes down um, at the end to uh, Daniels and Loki. And I was really pulling for Daniels because I, I love Daniels. Him and AJ have some great matches. I want to watch some. But it was one of those things. It, it, Loki wins in the end. Yeah. And I wasn't really mad. No. It, um, like... Here's the thing about this match. There's no real losers because they're all going to be fighting AJ eventually. It's just like who gets to fight him first. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple guys. Like, I mean, Mama Luke and Kid Romeo I don't really care for. Right. There's like three guys in the match who I'm like, give me any of them. I mean, Loki and Lynn are, make the most sense because they have the most history in the company. I mean, yeah. as little as there is. Uh, Daniels makes sense to me because I like Daniels and he's good and I know he's going to be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got like three or four solid choices. The only problem is storyline wise, you only have one choice. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, and it doesn't make sense that that Lynn is out halfway through by count out. Yeah, he he should go till the end. You know. Yeah, he like, should really want to fuck up AJ and get his belt. Like have him go to the final two. And then maybe have AJ run out then if you're going to do some bullshit, you know, which they don't actually. But like, even then, I would that would ruin it for me if like the fourth, yeah. fifth match in a row, someone fucking runs out. Yeah, but then you can have like Loki win, but because AJ didn't let Lynn win, so then that storyline's still going on while you can have a Loki uh, Styles match. Yeah, but yeah. Point it was a, it it was storyline not great but it was a yeah. solid match. The, the the final two of Daniels and um and Key goes on for a bit though like yeah they get a point where they're just kind of hitting finishers over and over. It's like this has got to be it. No, this has got and I'm like a little, a little much, guys. We it's been a long match. You could you could have just kind of toned that back a little bit, you know. Yeah, but it was fine. Oh yeah. So the show's over now. Um, yeah, they go to the announcers. They start talking up the. Uh, the next show, we're going to get um, we get AJ versus Loki. That should be good. Mm-hmm. We get Scott Hall versus Brian Lawler. That should be whatever. Yeah. And we're going to have um, Puppet the Hardcore Midget versus Meatball, the world's largest midget. So, you know, look forward to that. Oh, oh, but what's this? What? Uh, it, it appears that our good old buddy, one and only, our friend, our dear mentor and lover... Jeff Jarrett is coming. It's coming down the ra- is coming down the ramp. I thought the show was over. I started closing up my notes. I started yeah. going like, "Okay, it's all done. We'll finish off these last couple of minutes. I'll write down a couple like upcoming matches. I'll make a joke about we have this good match to look forward to, and then I'll some bullshit or whatever." I, I want to point out we were rewatching it right before we recorded, and Seamus was starting to like close stuff up again. Yes, I forgot again. I don't know how. I lost my shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> Second time for me to go because I, I love it. All right. Jeff Jarrett comes out. He's got a chair, but he just kind of puts it down. He walks in now and he's like, Tanae, you suck. I'm taking this mic. Tanae, screw you. T- 
TNA not giving me a title shot. I'm a winner, not a loser, unlike the Tennessee Titans, which, by the way, apparently the Tennessee Titans were in the crowd, which we didn't learn until right now. And then one <laughs> the announcement goes, the show. one of the announcers goes, oh, there they are. That's the Tennessee Titans. Like, they have to tell us in that minute. Yeah. Because one of them starts punching at Jerry. <laughs> and he, like, he just flops out of the, the crowd. And he just like, engulfs Jared. He's like two Jared size. And he's just wailing on him. And, and it looks like a big brother just like it, fighting a cat. He he also like, it looks so legit. Like he looks like he just wants, the way he like throws himself over the barricade, yeah. he looks like he wants Grab, to fucking murder him. He's just slamming him. on him. He like grabs Jared and pulls him against the apron and just sings the other guy's like, hey God, get out of here. I'm going to help me punch this dude. <laughs> he like waves him in. And, and then like three, two other gigantic dudes. They're, they're all like a foot taller than Jared and easily another Jared wide. <laughs> And they're all just hammer fist beating on him. And it's just... <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. And the New Church runs out almost for, like, the save. Okay, New Church, like... Just the way it was set up for a minute, for, like, a split second, I thought they were going to save Jerry. Yeah, it seemed like they wanted, to, they wanted to talk with him about a partnership. But then they start trying to beat him up, and he starts hitting people with chairs... And he hits the uh, he hits the football player like on the back, and he falls down, and then he just gets up and walks away. Yeah. And Mal- Malice grabs Jared, just pulls him out into the other side of the crowd, and they start like shitty brawling. Then yeah, and then it cuts out. Yeah, and it's like the football guy's like, oh well, he's got him now. I'm good. Who wants a churro? Ah, uh, I want a churro. <laughs> I laughed. If you can ever find this clip. Do, it's amazing. I know it's, it's staged, but yeah, they were just we know throwing staged, fists. They were so, throwing fists. That was it was it was just it's just a funny sight if you just let and, your if you just suspend your. But even no, they were just throwing fists. Still, I think they were just they they weren't good at making fake punches. You know, so they just punched him. Yeah, and like. It makes Jarrett look like such shit. It makes him look like a weak little baby man. Yeah. Like, like he picked earlier, a fight with he giants just like, and got after er, it. Earlier, he was just like crushing the, the champion and the challenger and all these yeah. security guys. But now he looks like a tiny little baby getting the shit kicked yeah. out of him. By, the, by a bunch of big men. It was, it was, it was really good. It was a dream. It was The one thing I will say about all this Jarrett like beat 'em ups is it really made the um, the Styles and Lynn backstage brawl seem shitty at the end. Like that could have been a really strong brawl, and probably would have been my highlight of the show if he wasn't waffling people's chairs and getting these like um, crowd fights that just undercut that. You know? Yeah. It doesn't seem as brutal when you have much more brutal things happening for no real reason. When you have f- fucking Jarrett murdering people and then people murdering Jarrett. Yeah, for you know he's not getting a match with Harley Race. You know he's not going to have a match with the Tennessee Titans, you know? Like, something's probably going to happen with the new church, but it, the, it, they, it sounded like they just wanted to talk to him, not murder him. But, like, the pe- look, the people he, he fought, he waffled... Ken Shamrock and Amori. He's right now. He's not going to have a match with either of them. 
He said he might the new he, church. He, he might have one with Amori. Or not Amori, Ken Shamrock. Maybe down the line, but he's, He was he's, begging for it. Yeah, but he, he's now he's got a thing, thing with, with the new church coming up. Yeah. He fought the Tennessee Titans. They're not going to be around next week. This really does feel like a man who's in charge wanting to make sure he seems like the biggest badass around. So he ends the show with him getting the shit kicked out of him? Uh, kind of, but he was with... he. I don't think that's how it looked in his head. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the thought of like... Yeah, I'm gonna be so cool. I'm gonna hit these guys with chairs, and then yeah. these football players are gonna beat me up and throw me around like a little ragdoll baby. <laughs> I mean, he thought, like the football players gonna try and get on me, and then I'll bust off and I'll start hitting everyone with a chair, and the football players just start like just fucking consuming him. <laughs> oh my lord! Anyways, we can only hope for more Jeff Jarrett next week. Oh, we can only hope. All right, Nick. Mm-hmm. Shining moment of the episode. <laughs> I mean, you you know this the end. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> that's just the end. It's what made me laugh the most. Yeah. All right. Low point of the episode. Uh probably the fucking lap dance shit. Yeah, I'm thinking like that, or the Dup interview is really bad. Uh, the dup I've like mentally blocked out the dup interview from my mind, which is why I really? think the lap dance kind of takes present and also like God, the lap dance doesn't mean anything I mean the dup interview didn't either i don't I don't fucking can we count know, it as one because of like one segment where the duck's entrance then got interrupted yeah i I think you're right that the lap dance is the most meaningless. Because, like, at least the Dups are characters and wrestlers. This lady just comes out, oh, I'm going to dance for you. Oh, no, I can't dance? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Low point of the show. We should do that every week. We should do the best part of the show and the worst part of the show. I agree. That's a good segment. All right. Let's go with a catchy name for it. If you have a catchy name for it, you can reach us on Twitter. I'm at Seamus the Seamus. Nick's at? Uh, Tenkoth. Like the number 10 and not like the word cough. So that should make that clear. Yeah. T-E-N-C-O-T-H. Thank you. Um, we also do a D Pathfinder podcast. It's called Jobs yeah. of the Realm. It's fucking fun as fuck. You can find it on iTunes. And we have a Tumblr for it, which is Jobs of the Realm at Tumblr.com. Or jobbersofthereum.tumblr.com. And we're also on Twitter, at J-O-T-R-Cast. Yeah, check that out. Um, it's kind of wrestling themed a little bit. Uh, yeah, Seamus we... is, is a luchador. And we're going to have some like super wrestling themed stuff coming up. Yeah, yeah, coming up in the soon is going to be like a lot of... Um, I Actually, I don't know what it is, but I have a lot of theories. And someone's just been assuming my theories are correct. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be a bunch like a WrestleFest. I keep thinking it's WrestleMania, and they keep telling me it's not, but I'm pretty sure it's WrestleMania. You'll see. Is it WrestleMania? You'll see. Royal Rumble? You'll see. Uh, Tokyo Dome? You'll see. Slammiversary? You'll see. Triple Mania? You'll see. Uh, Champion Carnival? You'll see. Uh, 
Gate of Destiny? You'll see. Um, I'm running out. Uh, thanks for watching. <laughs> Wait, listening. It's audio. Yep, it's audio. I do that every time. I do too. I call listeners viewers all the time. <laughs> thanks for viewing with your ears. Yeah. Bye. Bye.